Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And my name is Will. And today we're talking about... <laughs> oh, a classic. A, a classic, classic from, from Will, and, Will and my history. Yeah. Called Nick of Time. This sure. is 1995, directed by John Badham, starring Johnny Depp... Christopher Walken, Courtney Chase. Um, I mean, Courtney Chase is like a little kid here, so I'd say like uh, Roma Mafia, um, which we mostly remember her from Nip Tuck. Nip -tuck. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Um, what was her name in Nip Tuck? I don't remember. Liz. Liz, of course you remember more than I would. She, she was the one that Christian was like, he married her, right? It was like a big deal. Yeah, kind of. If you want to call it that, sure. Yeah. They went down yeah, that road. Kinda. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, they did that. They went down that road. Um, you know, he had cancer. He didn't want to die alone. She, you know, go for it. Sure. Yeah. And then he and got better, because, and then she was heartbroken. Right, right, right. So, something about he had, like, a breast implant because yep. of his cancer. Oh, no, 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 no. And, it, and, and it slipped down. Something, something happened. Something weird <laughs> happened. And they, yeah. 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 But anyways, that not... show I can't believe I watched it. That was that was before my Breaking Bad and and um Dexter Days. That show, that show that show I will say was ahead of its time. But so was a lot of shows that came on FX during that era cuz between FX that, was huge. Between yeah. that Rescue Me and The Shield, it was like mm. the dawn of like modern television. Like you had like the first wave which was like The Wire and The Sopranos and maybe Lost. And then like the second big wave was like everything that FX was putting out for like a good decade, which would be probably Nip Tuck Rescue Me and The Shield. All fantastic. But I digress. We're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about this film. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nick of time. Nick of time. So, so, so uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna, just just to preface the whole thing. So, Will and I saw this movie years ago. Yeah. And I, I and correct me if I'm wrong. We watched it both for the first time, and we could not stop laughing because all we kept thinking about was Christopher Walken and Pulp Fiction because yep. he kept saying the word watch. Yeah. Over and over again. Putting an emphasis I'm on I'm watching watch. you. Look at your watch. <laughs> <laughs> watch out for this. It was just like anything you can think of that was it was practically a pun for the word watch the whole time he's going through the movie like motioning with his eyes to watch like the entire time like his whole gimmick was watch the clock watch out for this watch like everything everything about his character in his movie was like a derivative of that f five minute dialogue from pulp fiction it was crazy it was and just well, the keep way in mind emphasized watch over and over and over again so let, let's keep in mind, Pulp Fiction came out in 94, whereas this came this. out in 95. So, so I guess it kind of makes sense. But what else, I, what I else think... could it be? It had to be like a, like, it had to be a riff. It had to be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess so. So we've seen this before. This has been kind of our inside joke, making some jokes about like, you know, look at your watch. I'll be watching you. It's always been back and forth. Chuck has never seen nor heard of this movie before. Nope. So I'm going to say, Chuck, what do you think about this movie? 1995 classic. We're almost 20 years later. What do you think about this movie now? 20 or oh. 20? 
20. At, at, you said 20 years later. 1995. 30. You want to add oh, another decade uh, to that. Decade. <laughs> Shush. We're old. Get over it. <laughs> 20. Oh, you're right. 20 it's 30. Years. It's almost 30 it's almost years, 30 years old. Why are we getting old? Why are we? La- I'm eating pop tarts because I'm still a child at heart. That's that's it. That's it. That's a thing. That's you know what? That's a thing. Pulp Fiction turns thirty in a few months. Wow. <laughs> I just okay. I already sent Anyways. you to Disney Stardust earlier today. <laughs> so the question is, what are my thoughts on this movie? Yes. Yes, please. So a couple of different things. I think that for some reason my microphone is like vi- sounds like it's like vibrating. I know I'm I'm working on that. Somebody changed all the settings on our board. It's weird. But just, just wow, roll with it. I'm rolling with it. So when I first saw this, I I was like Johnny Depp he remind like he embodied just Val Kilmer in Batman Forever. Like he just looked same glasses, same hairstyle, suit and tie, very Bruce Wayne-y. Um, I, I was like this. And he was playing a serious role. And I thought that Johnny Depp did a fantastic job in this film. I thought it was, I thought he was perfect. He played the part right. He played the role great. You know, being that terrified father who has to do something, trying to find ways to, to get out of what he's asked to do. He did a really good job. I appreciate that the film was an hour and a half long and he had an hour and a half to do this whole thing. So yeah. it all fit within the same time frame. very 24, but pre 24 um, and 24 done the right way because whatever happened this hour and a half is like every hour of 24. Pretty much. But it just would never happen that way. Um, I will say this. I did not like Christopher Walken in this film at all. <laughs> I thought he was horrible. I did not like his acting. It was awful. He, I thought there would be so many more people that could be a better bad guy in this film than Christopher Walken. He did not do a well job, in my opinion, at all. There were times where he's sitting there, like, like smacking Johnny Depp in the face, like, come on. Like, he's trying to, like, go on riffs and stuff like that and say these things. And I'm like, it's just not rolling off his tongue the right way. Like, it's just not Christopher Walken. He's not there the tough st- guy. He's not that tough. He's not the tough yeah, guy, not, no. I agree with this. Guy. And I was like, they could have found so many more. They could have found a number of other people that would have played this role um, so much better. So much better. Um, <clears throat> let me think. There is a, I, I can't I remember his name. I can't remember his name. Hold on one second. There's a oh, guy I'm thinking of. Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary. I don't know about that. <laughs> Dennis Leary that. is. The... <clears throat> so the guy I was thinking of that I think would have been a good job, and maybe I'm wrong, but um, what's his name? Is it him? Is it who? So he played on Reser- He played on Reservoir. Yeah. Michael Madsen Mike... from Reservoir. Okay. I think he would have been a better part in this at that time than Christopher Walken. Mike Mike Madsen would have been more menacing. 
Like, I don't see, like, Mike Madsen wouldn't have, I don't think Mike Madsen would have, like, punched him around and everything. Mike Madsen would have been able to scare him with his, like, voice alone. Like, just say some cold, cold-hearted, talk some cold-hearted trash to him to scare 100%. the bejesus out of him. Like, that's what Mike Madsen would have done. Yeah, Michael Madsen is, is known for being more, like, pulled back voice-wise. Yeah. Like, not very, not very intense, but more just sinister. Like the, um, Whereas part... Christopher Walken is just insane. Yes. So when, like when part... he says at one point, he goes, are you nuts? Or what, what, what's he say to him in the beginning? Um, when he when he first tries to confront him, he says something along the lines of like, do you, they're like, what do you what do you what do you think you are? Or you think you're psychotic? He goes, yeah. <laughs> like, what's it matter? I'm telling you to do this. Just do it. And you're like, yeah. oh, OK, this guy's off his rocker. And I believe that. I didn't believe that Christopher Walken was off his rocker in this film, though. Yeah. Uh... I I just personally couldn't see it. I, I there were times like. Before we fully get into it, when when Johnny Depp has the, like the the flash before his eyes vision that happens, and you see Christopher Walken and he's just like his hair's all long and in front of his face and he's like what the f and blah, 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 like freaking out. I'm like, you can tell he's acting, and I did not like that. <laughs> That's you part could of tell. It. You could tell often throughout this film that Christopher Walken was acting and not just being the part. And I think that's probably what threw it off for me. I think because it starts at the beginning did... when, the, when they're in the van and he smacks him in the knee with the gun. That's the first part of the movie where it's like, I don't buy Christopher Walken doing that in anything. Not at all. I nope. just, I, I don't. I agree with you there. But when it comes to like, when it comes to Christopher Walken being insane and off his rocker, like that should have been the role for him. Because that part of his character in this movie, I buy 100%. Everything else yeah. from him, him going off the top and him being wacky and zany and waving his hands in the air and smacking him and punching him around. I, yeah. And it is the thing, though, is it does, it happens often throughout the film. And I think that's why I lost, it lost me. Okay. Outside of that, outside of that, this movie was fantastic. <laughs> I enjoyed this film through and through, aside from Christopher Walker. The, the, uh, the, the deaf veteran was he was one of my favorite characters. He's Nothing been, like a good wingtip. He's yeah. fantastic. He's fantastic. Um, the whole premise of the, of the movie, I love the premise of the film and how he was able to actually come out, you know, victorious in the end. I mean, I think the biggest thing that I loved about this film is it was an hour and a half and it was a standalone film. There was yeah. no part two. Nope. There was no sequel, no prequel, no this, no that, no universe, no blah. This is long, this was, is this is long before that though. Right. So <laughs> it was just a movie. Yeah. And I liked that. Yes. And I, I appreciate that. Um the thing is, if they made this movie today, they definitely would have made multiple sequels. Like, imagine if this guy was put in this position. How about that guy? And then these people. And then what if this person was still not dead, but now they're still alive and blah, blah, blah. And then we well, keep the on final, doing it. Like, the, like final shot, right. the final shot where, like, the puppet master is driving away in the limo when they close in on it with the— with Wait, the... are we giving everything away right now? We're we talking a little bit about— It doesn't matter. Right oh, okay. Well, I, don't, uh... we're, I don't know. I don't know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> I don't want to give everything away, but just I will say that like the way that the movie ends, because we're not talking about the plot, but just like the way that the movie ends with the camera like zoom, well not zooming in, but it has that like the classic Looney Tunes like 
circles in on it circles in on the on the car driving away with the puppet master inside it kind of gives way for like a sequel kind of like you would expect something else to come after that but i'm only i'm only i'm only piggybacking off your point if that was done today there would have been absolutely been a sequel and it would have been expected that's what i mean right well so I'm going to say, without getting too far into it or too much into detail about this movie in particular, it reminds me of a movie that I really did enjoy, and I've actually only watched one time, and it was the remake of The Manchurian Candidate. Good movie. Such a good movie. The remake? The, yeah, the one with um, Lee Schreiber. Or it was in the original. Who's in the original? I've never, I never even Frank knew Sinatra? that. Frank Really? Yeah. I kind of want to watch both of them now. But yeah, Frank Sinatra was in the original and a few oh, other uh, wow. notables. But yeah, Manchurian Candidate with um, Menzel. Yeah, 62. Exactly. You're my parents are born. Huh. Yeah. Very, yeah kind of a different plot. Uh, right. If you read it, it was about like Russians or something, not like after a uh, presidential candidate or anything like that. But yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. more to it. Um, I, re- I remember watching that other movie me and like, whoa, this is nuts. Hmm. Um, and this movie is not exactly like it, but just thinking about like there's a presidential candidate, you know, and somebody's out there as a plot to kill them reminds me of that and makes me, makes me want to go back and say, oh, I need to see that movie again. Sorry. Excuse my burps. Um, but I, I, I kind of want to rewatch. <gasps> So rewatch, rewatch, rewatch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, the let's look at you watch. It was a good. It was a. I I actually. I'll be watching you. <laughs> I will say, out of all the movies that Lee has suggested, this is the best one by far. Okay. This is the really the best one, as in like. It was a good film. It wasn't the best one to talk about. Dreamcatcher was the best one to talk about because that movie was just <laughs> horrendous. <clears throat> but this movie was it was a good watch. I think that uh I I appreciate Johnny Depp. Um I do appreciate that Johnny Depp was able to actually like be a normal character and not some like off the wall, you know, Jack Sparrow, Edward Scissorhands type, you know. Well, this is before that. The Mad obviously. Hatter. What? This is before that. Edward Scissorhands was before. Edward Scissorhands was before this. Edward Scissorhands, yes, but I'm so saying. So was Crybaby. Like, this... Crybaby was fantastic. It was way, way, way before. Single tear. Yeah. yeah. Tattooed to my cheek. I'm gonna get that for a tattoo. Just a tear, tear. Just a tear. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, like his over-the-top characters, you know, Jack Sparrow and whatnot. Like this is like. What four, five years before Jack Sparrow? Two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah, so six years before Jack six Sparrow. Years. This is this is when he was doing some of his like lesser known stuff. He did like what Sleepy Hollow and she's what ninety eight, ninety nine. Ninth Gate was it? Ninth, ninth Gate. Gate. Yeah, ninth Gate was, was horrible. Ninth, ninth Gate and From Hell like were it? such a slap no. in the face. From hell yeah, was from from better. hell was more of a slap in the face. From hell really pissed me off. I was so excited for that, but everybody was. I didn't mind Ninth Gate that much. I mean, it's not my favorite, oh, but I, I no, didn't mind it. Was it was so much better than From Hell. <clears throat> but I mean, even in even in um, Sleepy Hollow, 
No, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. The headless horse. <laughs> the <one>. Hessian. <laughs> Even in Sleepy Hollow, he he was still kind of like a a weirdo. Yeah. Just the way he's just the way he was like doing things and like So so I, I that's that, that's why I really wanted to revisit this because I feel like we've seen we've seen Johnny Depp do all of these out there characters in the past 15 20 years now, right? And I want to go back to when he was not doing that. Like when was he just like a normal guy? Was never. he ever never. never. Exactly. He was never so normal. So this I'm like he's not quite normal. And when he was talking to his daughter, he had like a toothpick in his mouth. I was like, ah, that's how he does it. That's how he acts a little bit uh, like, you know, not a normal person. And then later on, it's just him like whispering to people and being odd. Like he can't just like speak. Can he just speak? Just looking at his filmography, the most normal thing that he did before this, where he was the main, is probably what's eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Everything else is either not the main character or he is way out there. He did Benny and June, and Benny, he was not the main character, and he was just flipping right, his feet around. But he was still out there. Ed Wood, he yeah. was out there. Oh, yeah. Ed Wood. <laughs> Ed Wood's a wild was movie. Mar- Martin Landau playing Bella Lugosi. That movie yeah. is great. That yeah. movie is fantastically horrible. Fantastically just, just like horrible. what it's about. So, so you gave me a look earlier when I said that he was like embodying Val Kilmer from Batman. <laughs> look up. Look because of his talking about. Glasses only. Look up, look up, Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne. I know he what looks you're just talking like about. I know, I know what you're talking about, and I, I Did made that face because I made that face because I kind of agree. Like I didn't see it before, and then oh. when you said it, I was like, oh, he's kind of right. <laughs> so <it> kind of, <laughs> uh. I was like, oh gosh. <clears throat> yeah, it came out the same same year, so. Obviously, that was the, that was the style of '95. My question is: was he was he taking on the the character of Val Kilmer as Bruce Wayne or as Jim Carrey? I mean, not Jim Carrey as um Jim Carrey. Yeah, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Neither. Well, because Jim Carrey comes in as <laughs> neither. Jim Carrey comes in as Bruce Wayne, <laughs> looking one, and dressing just like Val Kilmer. In one scene, how's my mole? <laughs> <laughs> mole. Molly, 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 mole. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen those movies? Yes. What? Okay, good. How, how, what, what, are you, what are you talking Powers? about? Who is not? You'd be surprised. Ah, those movies are horrendous. Horrific. Oh, oh, while we're on new movies, I mean, they've been talking about a, uh, new movies? Yeah, well, no, I'm just saying because you brought up Austin Powers. They've been talking about Austin Powers for forever. And Mike Didn't Myers they do like, that? No, no, it was I'm just done. called a love guru. Didn't they try to do that? Have we yeah, been here? That, yeah, but no. But, yeah, exactly. But they've, been about, they've been talking about an actual <laughs> sequel. It doesn't um, need to happen. Have you, have you guys seen the trailer for Beverly Hills Cop 4? Yes. And your thoughts? Explain to me why Eddie Murphy still looks like he's 25 years old and his two partners look ancient like they're getting ready to drop dead right there. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Explain why Taggart... <laughs> Is so dyed, yeah, and, and bronzed. Yes. I because that guy was old when he was like, when it was like forty years ago. Yeah, that guy was old. How was that guy still living? No, no offense to anybody who's you know older, but somehow that guy looks younger 
than he did when we saw him the first time. I don't get it. It makes no sense. But Eddie Murphy, I don't know. There are certain uh, ethnicities of people who just age differently. Black and their don't skin crack. Just... I'll say it. I'll say it for you. <laughs> Black don't crack. Well, that's because of all the lotion, right? To get rid of the ashiness. Hey, I, I don't understand. Him. <laughs> Listen, if you had more black friends, they would have told you to put lotion on. But you, none of you, none of you white people ever wanted to do it. So you know what? <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't it's even true. Know. It's absolutely true. You sit around and you wonder why do white people age like dirt, but black people don't crack? It is because of lotion. And we try to tell white people all the time, put on lotion. And none of what are you talking about? And you walk around and you're scratching yourselves and you're itchy and you're ashy and you wonder why you're flaking. That's why. Put on lotion and all of that will go away. <laughs> Well, there you go. That's your answer. So that's why Eddie Murphy looks so good. So if anyone takes anything I actually, anything I actually away... just, I, I'm sorry. I actually just ripped off that whole skit from Bill Burr. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so if anybody wants to take anything away from this episode today. Wear lotion. Lather up. Lather up. Wear lotion. There's nothing wrong with it. A PSA Anyways. from Black Knight. Pretty, pretty but, <laughs> but the, the, I don't, I don't understand why they're doing this movie. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> Uh, aside from same the whole reason, wide, same reason same reason they did coming to America it because uh, they can because they can because James Earl Jones has not died yet because uh, Taggart has not died yet because they can Eddie Murphy's Eddie Murphy's recognizing let me not keep putting out these movies that make me look like you know Candy Cane Lane and Pluto Yeah, but that's Nash. what he wanted to do. He wanted to go down like the children's road and that worked I out know. well for him. He he's yeah. he cleaned up. Well, he cleaned up doing let's that. Go. He cleaned up, but then he goes back and does these and we go, "Oh, he's still super dirty." He did not clean up. He was pretending. Sure. He was pretending sure. because everything he says and does in all these other movies is right back up there with Delirious. No, not even close. I'm just saying some Delirious of was stuff. a peak. He's never been as dirty as Delirious. That what Delirious was, was a peak. Done? The last thing he's done? Uh... Norbit. <laughs> which, was, which was how long ago? I mean, he's been out of the scene He's been out of I don't the know. scenes for a long I wanna, time. I want to. I don't. I don't know why this. I don't know why this movie is happening. I still don't know why Coming to America Two or Coming to America happened. And if they're going down this road, what another another forty eight hours, tr uh, um, uh, trading places too? Like, is is are we gonna get those? Like, is that what's gonna happen next? The second coming of the Golden Child? Like, where where is this gonna end with him <laughs> revisiting these 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 franchises Bring that were one off? please <laughs> yeah please metro part two like we'll get that i'm sure like it doesn't i don't know i don't know pluto nash too well yeah Jeff. no honestly the last things he's really done was candy cane lane you people and coming to america is i so, okay i don't know i don't know so i mean he's just he's just trying to relive the fame that he had and, and honestly when he i'll say the biggest thing is when he came back to snl after all those years of not being there, it was good to see him. That was a big deal. It was a really big deal, and it was great to see him come back. I mean, and that was what two thousand nineteen. Yeah, it was yeah, around the time that he came back. See, why can't why can't actors? But he didn't green green paint 
himself for Gumby, and which kind of threw us off a little bit. Why can't actors who who have been out of the scene for a while want to come back? Why do they have to like? Let's try to recreate something that was cool forty years ago, thirty years ago. Just do something new. Well, the thing is, people ask for it though. Yeah, and just like just like we talked about with Terminator Salvation, do you want do you want the war, or do you want the time travel? You know, some people have been dying to see the war, and some people have been dying to see more time travel. You're not going to get everybody happy. So when you've got people clamoring, like, I'd love to see you go back to SNL and play all these characters again, and he does it, he knocked it out of the park. It was amazing. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood again? Can you say gentrification? He didn't do. He, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say he did a bad job on SNL. That was great, but just everything else that's surrounding him right now, the way he's going yeah. back and he's revisiting these IPs from the '80s. Like, yeah. I have to revisit my heyday now. Like, why? I don't know. There's nobody else who's ever done that. Or well, maybe we'll see more of that. He's been doing nothing but kid stuff lately. Maybe. So he's trying to give people back, like. Okay, here's who I was. You've been complaining. I think I think he's listening to the fans. But he could do that with, but do something different. He could do something different. I know, I know, but it's like Johnny Depp has always been. You know, he's always done like he in the beginning he was always the the crazy character. Then he, he still had is. this time frame. He had this time frame where he tried to do like a serious role with the the films that we talked about, and then he just went back to being crazy again and. People loved it. Well, he, he went didn't crazy, but like went mainstream crazy. And Jack Sparrow is something he can't get out of anymore. Because I'm watching, you know, you watch Sweeney Todd, and all you think of is this is Jack Sparrow trying to sing. Then, then you watch him as Tonto in The Lone Jack Ranger, Sparrow. and you're like, yeah. it's Jack Sparrow, but with makeup all over his face now. Like, it was the same character. He can't get out of Jack Sparrow anymore because he got so deep into it. Oh, no, he did the Mad Hatter in the midst of all of this, and he was really good at that. Eh, just big-eyed Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I, I mean, Willy Wonka was the only one that was very different. So somewhere between Jack Sparrow and Willy Wonka, you got Mad Hatter. So he's he's not... Well, doing I, something I think, different well, he's just like combining it, it's well that's the thing is i don't know if he's more jack sparrow or if jack sparrow is just more johnny depp when well, but when thing. he does johnny when depp he now, does more when he does more serious roles like this or even when you look at something like platoon he's not well, great years ago though but he's still not great like they, he see, was not great not doing that window. stuff secret window I don't remember good. Secret Window. You don't? No. I'm surprised. That was a good um, film. Jean Turturro was he, like the alternate was, personality. He was the writer. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Eating the corn. But it was still okay. kind of a goofy, it was still a weird out there film. It was... Um, this film, he was You know what else in. he was relatively normal in? Transcendence. And he wasn't good in that either. That, that was, was not a good bad, movie. That was and that was, movie. That was... That was it was not problem. a good movie. It was not a good part for him. And he played it horribly. So... And he wasn't over the top and zany. He was just... My consciousness is in the computer now. Ooh. It's like, okay. So? <laughs> okay. Yeah. But this movie... I mean, in this, in this movie, ahead. he wasn't... In this movie, he wasn't... It wasn't his best. It wasn't his best acting, but he wasn't bad either, compared to to, to um, Christopher Watkins. You know, he was better. Oh, the True. Christopher Watkins, though. The Christopher Watkins. He was better than Christopher Walken in this film. 
I wouldn't wow. say that. Girl was better than Christopher Walken in this film. I wouldn't say that either. Whew. I wouldn't say that. I was no- keep, keep going. If you want to keep going, keep going. I think the senator was better than Christopher Walken in this oh, film. <laughs> so I, I just... I, I love Christopher Walken and a lot of what he does. What he did was it Walking Tall? Not Walking Tall. Um, the Rundown. The Rundown. He was the bad guy, quote-unquote, in The Rundown. He was good in that You got film. the moves. Give me that. Like, like you yeah. don't go into another man's refrigerator. You know, he's, you know, I can't, I can't do. But he goes in, he actually, he, he does it so much He was much playing better. crazy Christopher Walken, which and is he, basically just playing himself. And if he did, just like Johnny Depp playing... Jack Sparrow, he's just yeah. playing himself. Yeah. If Christopher Walken embodied that through this film, it would have been better. But he didn't do that. He had to be like like the Animaniacs, zany and wacky and all these crazy things. And he just it just did not suit him in this film at all. Christopher just, I think you know, I think Christopher Walken's greatest performance of all time is true romance. Oh dude. His his back and forth with Dennis Hopper with in that movie. Dennis Hopper it is so good. fantastic. It is fantastic. Why it is have we still not We should do we should do true romance sometime. We should we, I've we, been we, saying it since we started okay, this, hang this on. This I don't want podcast. I don't want to do true romance because the first Christian Slater <laughs> no because the first Christian Slater movie that we do is going to be Broken Arrow. It's Broken not going to be true romance, okay? <laughs> oh, come on, seriously? Absolutely. It needs to be alone in the dark. <laughs> Never. <laughs> we'll have a trifecta. We'll do a month of Christian Slater. We'll do all three of them. <laughs> Never. We'll I'm do. Sorry. Hang on. We'll do. We'll. <laughs> Why not? Come on. I, I'd rather do Robin Hood, Men of Th- or Prince of Thieves. Hey, if you want to, if you want to do never, Christian Slater, I will never do that movie. Really? I'll never. Never do Thieves. <laughs> I will never do Alone in the Dark. There we go. We're to stand up. There's a no. Because yes. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves is my all-time favorite movie. Exactly. And I don't want to ruin it. By oh, we'll a, ruin it. That's what, I don't want to ruin it if I have in this conversation. <laughs> and his second that? favorite movie is Equilibrium, and no. his third is Alone in the Dark. Those are my guilty pleasures, but they're not my favorites. <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves has been my favorite movie since I was 13 years old. <sighs> I watched it every Friday night for two years. The VHS wow. film... Yeah, the VHS film had a, good Creek. 15, had a good 15 minutes of just the fuzziness because it worn thin. Yeah, I was about to and ask I, you, how, I, how worn out was that tape? <laughs> it was worn out, but I I used to be the literally two, a little over two-hour film. It, was, it came out in 91. I could quote that movie word for word. That's word insane. Word for word. That's but insane. But no, it was a thing where it was actually it was more sentimental because my mom was th- i was 13 years old she's like do you want to watch this and i always grew up loving the story of robin hood like i read all the books and all the stuff yeah the disney the disney one and i watched this and i absolutely fell in love with it and then every friday night my mom would be like so your sisters are going to bed what do you want to watch and i'm like robin hood and then the next friday night so your sisters are going to bed what do you want to watch and i'm like robin hood so he popped popcorn and i watched that literally almost every friday night for two years and i still enjoy that movie i still love that film i do not ever want to have a black and white reviews conversation about robin hood because i will walk away (laughs) with a different opinion than i do now i want to leave my sentimental emotions and my feelings intact so um yeah we're never doing that film okay 
We'll Sorry. see. We'll no. see. We'll see. Oh, why? We'll see. Someone's gonna someone's gonna get on like Patreon and they're gonna like they're gonna suggest it and we'll have to do it. Let them. <laughs> Let them. Uh, Let them do it. Let them do it. Let them look at men. Hear Prince that, of Sarah? Thieves. Wow. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> Don't give ideas. Unreal. <laughs> um, I want to give my quick thoughts. This, upon reflection, this movie makes no sense. I'm no. sorry. This movie doesn't make a lick of sense at all. Nope. There are so many times in this movie where everything would have completely crumbled and fallen apart on, on both ends of this fiasco that everybody finds himself in. Um, Chuck, I 100% agree with you. I don't buy Christopher Walken's character in this movie at all when he's trying to be physical, when he's over the top, when he's trying to scream. It just it completely falls flat because he's not the tough guy. He's never been that type of actor. He can't he can't do it. I'm sorry. Right. When he there, there, there's a point in this movie where he gets really physical, and instead of it being like a dramatic moment, it's not. It's just I laugh because of how ridiculous it is and how ridiculous his face is throughout the entire ordeal. Um, Johnny Depp. It's the mustache. It's the mustache. <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's, it's the mustache. It's the mustache. It's the hair. It's how kind of lanky. Christopher Walken is naturally like as a person it's like no Johnny Depp outweighs you by about 25 pounds here he could easily just like <laughs> knock you out and this entire thing would be over but no we, we, we don't do any of that um every every character in this movie did, did did just dumb things just dumb stupid things over and over and over again to the point where I'm like this should have been over 20 minutes ago. This should have been over a half hour ago. This should have ended at this point and this moment. How is nobody watching this? How is nobody looking over here at this particular moment? How do they not realize A, B, and C is going on? What is what is happening? Why are these characters doing all this? Um, the, the plot and, and the revelation of the plot is equally as ridiculous and stupid. I feel like somebody should have known something some alarm bell should have gone off somewhere i'm trying to do the spoiler free i apologize if i'm kind of but that's my overall thoughts and feel of this movie is it good yeah it's it's an all right movie if you want to sit down and you want to waste an hour and a half i would say yeah sit down and watch it but if you're if you're like going into this like ooh intrigue ooh mystery ooh amazing characters the movie for it it, there's not there are other part. there are other movies out there that you can watch that is not this um this this the movie is i will say the one-liners like all of the watch references like <laughs> like johnny depp sitting in a chair talking to a deaf guy and everything that's going on is fantastic for for what they're oh, yeah. trying to do with that whole thing i thought was amazing but um yeah aside from that this movie yeah, there there are better movies out there that i've seen this is not one of the best films. This is not the best Christopher Walken performance by any means. This is certainly not the best Johnny Depp performance I've ever seen. So it, it, I don't know what it is. Maybe they just didn't work well together. Maybe they were just miscast in this movie altogether. Like I can picture two other people doing a much better job with this, especially Christopher Walken in the role of the villain who's supposed to be like physically imposing over somebody. Like it just, yeah. And without giving a whole lot away, that's pretty much all I can say. I'm about 50-50 on this, on, this, on this movie. I'm glad I watched it. It's a good watch. I had fun with it. But for the most part, I could have, yeah, it is. Done without. Yeah. I'm done with it. It's not, it's, it's not like a, hey, let's run to it every, every year. Maybe every 
once in a great while Decade. if you're bored. Sure. Hey, it's a good film. Yeah. But let's do that though. Let's get into the full conversation. So if you want the rest of this conversation, hey, find you didn't us. get my opinion. Oh, I'm sorry. We... <sighs> Go for it. Go. <sighs> I agree with Will. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I agree with Will. The thing is, when we saw this movie, it was one of those movies where it's just like, hey, it's on TV. Let's watch it. You know, it wasn't like <clears throat> we were excited about it. We were like, let's just throw this on and see where it goes. Yeah. And the only reason why we love this movie is because Christopher Walken is ridiculous and because he kept talking about a watch <laughs> and the time. And it's the only reason why we thought it was funny and, and we suck with it. And, and it's been our, our one of our inside jokes forever. It's like, oh, look at your watch. I'll be watching you. Like, just watch, watch, watch. Like, he just kept saying watch and time over and over again. And we, and we probably just watched or talked about in-depth Pulp Fiction. So for us, it just stuck. But the reality is the movie's not great. No. It's not great. It's fun. It, it, it's good. it's it's fun. It's an interesting <clears throat> story. You know, you think about it, and, and then you know, growing up, and you know, you having kids, myself having kids now, watching it again, you're like, what do I do in that situation? It's like, well, I've shot a gun. I know how to handle the situation a little bit better than he does. But still, what do you really do in that situation when everything else is covered? When every every everything you try to do is thwarted by the guy who's watching you the entire time? You know. I mean, I'll get more into, into depth later on as we discuss, but it's like every time he tried to do something, Christopher Walken's just standing there. And none of these cameras are picking up the fact that this guy is always standing there. So obviously part of the whole thing in forcing him to do it, that's my big flaw. Again, not getting too far into it, but that's, that's what makes this movie not make sense to me. Right. I love it. I'll watch it again and at this point. So I've watched it. In the past few weeks, I've watched it twice. Oh wow! But I, I, because I watched it again, and then I said, "Let's talk about this." And then earlier today during lunch break, and then before you guys came, I watched it again just to kind of pick up some extra stuff. Um, honestly, I I think I could go over a decade until I need to watch it again. Yeah, Jeez. Be because it's just uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, it it easily over a decade. Yeah. So. Is it a movie I'll remember forever? Of course, because of the ridiculousness of it. But will I remember all the details? No, because nothing was super uh, surprising. You know, when you saw things happen, you go, oh, oh, that makes sense because of X, Y, Z that you saw earlier. Because of what this guy said or what that person said makes sense. Right. But nothing is super surprising. Nothing blows you away. Nothing's a mind trip. You know, and the acting was not above and beyond. But Christopher Walken's bad acting is what makes Christopher Walken. If you ever watched him on SNL, he's always reading the cue cards. And, and that became like the joke that every time Christopher Walken was on SNL, he would do that. So when they did like their 25th anniversary, I think it was, he's talking and he's talking to so-and-so in the audience. And as he's talking, he's not looking here. He's looking like over here and he's like, hey. I was wondering, do you guys have like writers or just say whatever you want or, you know, whatever is like, and they're like, oh no, we have a great team of writers. Like really? Because every time I come on, I just, 
kind of go with the flow and say whatever I want (laughs) as he's reading it clearly from a cue card. And that was like the joke, you know, that he's just such a bad actor. He he can't go with anything. He just does what he's told, you know? So in this movie, he's in that role doing what he's told. And it's very clear, but because he's acting. Yeah. But because he's so bad, that's the charm that I appreciate is that he's just such a weird dude. And, you know, his 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 cadence, the way he talks, there's a, there's a, there's the Oxford comma and there's the walk in comma, you know, like in the middle of his conversation, he's like, so me and Ben and then Jerry had some ice cream, you know, and it was. Delicious, you know, like that's just it's just Christopher Walken. And he does it here. I mean, there's there's this whole monologue that he has that's very Christopher Walken. And I feel like he had a part in writing it because it's ridiculous. We start talking about the Italian Irish guy. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll get to it. But the thing is, do I like the movie? I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it even the third time recently, you know, or third time watching it. Will I watch it again anytime soon? No. Right. Nah. Do I need to? No. Probably is it not. something forgettable? Yes. But will I remember some parts I loved? Of course. Because there were some parts of this movie that made it great. Right. So that's my opinion. Cool, cool. So with that being said, we are going to continue the conversation. If you want to follow along with us, find us at Black and White Reviews on Patreon. So it's patreon.com slash black and white reviews. You can find us on our podcast, as always. But with this point, um, thanks for tuning in at this point, but we're going to continue our conversation now. I do want to say one thing. Besides, my microphone is still, like, twangy. Um, Quack, quack. (laughs) (laughs) So you talk about something that's, like, no twist. There was one twist in the film, and it was so obvious that I was like, is this a twist? The husband? No, 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 that was obvious. Oh, yeah. But when they're all in the hotel room and he tells the the second the the assistant what's happening. Yeah. Right before she gets or yeah, after the she husband. gets shot. Yeah, that was that that's the husband scene. Yeah. No, that's not, no, that's the husband. Well, oh, we no, know it it's is. Him. It's the same scene. Yes. But when when Christopher Walken is strangling Johnny Depp. Oh yeah. And as he's going down, like blacking out, he grabs Christopher Walken's gun and the then whole dream shoots sequence. him. Yeah. And you I thought that was real? No, no, no. I'm like, first, well, at first you're thinking, okay, he shot him in the stomach. Great. He's getting away. But then all of a sudden he has a 38 special <laughs> that has like nine bullets in it. Yeah. <laughs> I started counting and, the bullets. <laughs> and he is a he's an amazing a, shot. He's a, he's a marksman. <laughs> and I'm like, what from like and not like up close. Like yeah. From 20, 30 yards away, he's picking people off. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, why are they doing this? And then Christopher Walken throws him off of the balcony, and he's falling down, and he's continuing to fall and continuing to fall and continuing to fall and continuing to fall and continuing to fall fall until he wakes up. And I'm like, that scene did not fit into the film. I don't know why they did it. 
I okay. So before I realized it was a dream sequence, before he started falling, because that's that's when yeah. I picked up on it. Before that, I was like, "Oh, this movie completely jumped the shark, and we're off to the races." Because now all of a sudden, <laughs> he's an action <laughs> hero. All right, no, let's, yeah, let's, right. let's go. <laughs> that was so that's why I said either it was a either either a it was a dream sequence or something like weird happened. And I thought the first thing too, like something weird happened, or you know, like he just. Was was holding back, and now he's this incredible shot. Yeah, you know, and then he wakes up, and I'm like, "Oh, what? <laughs> Why? Why? Like it doesn't even fit in the middle of the movie." Yeah, it does. It made <sighs> zero sense to me. It made no sense. I'm like, did they bring it back, and she didn't get killed, or he didn't shoot her? Like, what was real, what wasn't? It was just. Because if you're dying and you're str- and you're getting strangled like that, I'm willing to bet his thoughts weren't, wow, if I was only a good shot, and then this is what happened. So I'm going to say this. The director of this film is most notably known, John Badham, for Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever, oh. short, short Circuit, and War Games. <sighs> Going back from today, he did the series Rush Hour, the series of Rush Hour, like the the, the show, the TV show, um, Arrow, Twelve oh, Monkeys, also the oh. TV show, Constantine TV show, Psych. Um, he he did a few others, but I mean the reality is we can keep on going back. He did a lot of TV stuff. Heroes did a few. Um, the shield did a few like he's done like small stuff, but honestly, in the past 30 years, nick of time, <laughs> really? Yep, he directed the hard way. Oh, wow, he directed the hard way. That's a movie we should talk about. <laughs> the hard way was a movie that came out in 1991 with James Woods and Michael J. Fox. And Michael J. Fox is an actor, and James Woods is like an actual cop. It's basically Showtime before Showtime came out. Remember out Showtime? Of all of out of his entire filmography, the one big movie that I'm seeing here is probably War Games. Yeah, War Games is a big deal. Yeah, that yeah. was a good movie. War Games is a good movie. I've actually never seen it. That's the one with Matthew Broderick, right? Yes. Yeah, I've never actually watched that whole movie. It's a fun I've seen movie. Bits and pieces. It's a fun movie. Um, but he's playing video games, not realizing it's real type thing. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, Pretty much. We're talking 1983 video games. So yeah. Like Marie ColecoVision, you know, like absolute jokes. Um, yeah, but I mean, I loved, I loved Short Circuit. So there's that. But okay, so this guy comes up and starts doing this. This is what he comes up with. Years later. So obviously many years have gone by. He's directing it. And here we got what we've got. Some of the key moments I thought were interesting. You know, there, was some, there were some shots that I thought were strange. Um, like? Well, you remember when we talked about um, Face Off? And no, actually, we never talked about Face Off. Not you. Not the three I of us. I wasn't part of that. But there's that scene where, where Caster, or we'll say Caster Archer, Caster Archer. Yeah, you know, the combo. Sees a little boy and starts doing the weird, like, hand over the face thing. We get this scene. We get this scene, like, right away. 
like as soon as he gets out of the van where he sees this little like dark haired girl and then just has this weird fantasy like it's his daughter like it's his daughter and it it was like totally out of place because it's like you know your daughter's in the van like, what are you doing here and she's like ah what are you doing now like whatever in spanish and come and takes him takes her away i'm like well that was just weird like it, it I, I understand what they were trying to get at right but it was not like it, it was just really out of place. It was like a minute later from what really it, happened. It was thirty-seven seconds later. Right. It just didn't make sense. Yeah, there was a lot in this film that just timing-wise didn't make sense. Yeah, like he didn't have enough time for that to be that emotional thing. I mean, I get it could be thirty seconds later, sure, but not enough for us to be feeling that yet. Right. You know, so it just didn't it didn't fit. <clears throat> Um, the bathroom scene was pretty, like, <laughs> they made it way more tense than it needed to Oh, be. what, changing your pants and then hiding in there and... Well, the changing the pants, so we're talking about the... We're discussing the bathroom scene, Will. The second bathroom scene, so he gets changed. Yeah. And he, and he changes with the, with the, um, not the bellhop. The waiter. The waiter, whatever, whatever is, yeah. his name is, yeah. Gustino. And it's not, the first time is fine. The second time, though... They, they like they there's that tensity where he's like the doors trying to hold the door <laughs> opening up, which it should never have happened because nothing made it open up. No, nope. And they're making what's his name the 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 second bad guy, whatever his name is. He keeps kind of like watching the door yeah. for no reason. Yeah, there's no reason to watch the door. Well, the door is opening. Like, yeah. So you got to watch the door. <laughs> yeah, it was just. The door was poorly placed. It was. Yeah. There's a lot of things in this movie that were poorly placed. And he's and the guy inside of it, the waiter inside of it, he's like holding it and he's like sweating. He's like, <laughs> <sighs> like he's like hyperventilating. And it's just I think the idea of this movie is all the people who are victimized in it are not action heroes. They're not prepared for this. They're just regular everyday people stuck in this situation. Right. Let's start. And let's start at the beginning with. The, let's start at the beginning with the questions, because the first question I have, they pick him up at the airport or no, the train station, the Amtrak station, right? Train station. Yep. Why do they make him get into a cab? Why don't they just drive him over there, and inconspicuously park the van somewhere and have him get out? Well, to have camera proof that he he was a random dude came out of a cab and not some black van with Christopher Walken right there in every shot. Yep, I know. And that, that, he's so at the train we, station. Saying, he's like, on he's camera there. at the train station. He's His camera's there. all over the place. Come with us. Get in the van. Now get out of the van. He's get there. inside of this. Get inside of this taxi. Get out of the taxi. I'm right taxi. here waiting for you, buddy. Yeah. Uh -huh. What? Uh huh. He goes to find a cop, and Christopher Walken's standing right there. Right standing there. Right there. You have standing the couple right that's filming there. him the entire time with that giant, like, handheld video camera yeah, so the, yeah the yeah. tourist guy who, who's yeah. only there to get him on film to have proof that he's the one who shot if i was the, the cop governor. and i was like the witch cop no i'm just saying so let's say that everything goes through right uh -huh. he ends up killing the senator which is which ends up being you know that's his job in this that's his role yep and the whole time he's trying to get out of it but 
So this couple is recording him this whole time. Yeah, if you were the cop who saw the footage, if I was the cop who was going to see the footage, I'd be like, "Why are you just recording this one random guy (laughs) all the time? All the time?" And it would be so like, "Why are you like the only footage you have is of this guy who happened to kill the senator?" I, I would question you big time at that point. Well, they would only show that part of the footage. They would delete the rest of it or mangle it or something. More than before likely. They, before they gave it to, you know, right. law enforcement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why. You have an hour and a half tape. An hour and a half of it is this guy. <laughs> well, yeah. But they would obviously mangle it or something and just show them just that. Um, one thing I thought was interesting is you got that time where he's in the cab and he's talking to the cab driver or, you know, not saying anything, but he writes down like, my daughter's in trouble. Please help me, you know, on the back of his business card. And he's just like, what do I need an accountant for? And he throws it out the window. No, goes he nowhere. Well, no, it does because he hook shots it over his cab and uh-huh. it lands in the trash barrel. Uh-huh. And it's inside a trash barrel now. And. And nothing happens. It wasn't supposed to. The whole point is every time he goes and gets help, it's supposed to get thwarted. I know. My my thought was this. I first saw that. I'm like, Watkins going to see it and know that he tried. You know, like, because every time he tries something, Watkins is always there and he notices that. I'm surprised he didn't see it at that point. Like, what's this? What's this? Uh, I don't know. Well, it just got tossed into a trash barrel. So the guy probably thought the cabbie just threw something out. Yeah. Because he didn't see him hand him anything but the money. But later on when he sees the shoe shiner and he starts watching him and he sees the shoe shiner just sit down and start reading a magazine. It's like, okay, he's just reading his magazine. He's clearly not calling the cops or anything. I thought that was a smart play in this. Oh, when totally he, smart when play. He, when he uses the shoe shiner, the, the, the disabled vet, and he tells him that he's deaf. So that way Christopher <laughs> Walken has, as a post, the, sir. <laughs> has the conversation with Johnny Depp in, the, like, in front of him. Yeah. So now he knows it was his way of like... Right. I'm going to share with you what's going on without me. I'm going to have him say it for me. I thought that was that, that that was that was the most genius part of this entire film. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, I mean, it was, and you see that guy. The guy was actually he tried to like talk to him earlier on, right? And he's just like, "Get out of here! You gave me a twenty dollar tip. Who do you think you are? Like, whatever." He's like, "No, did, did you not hear what I said? Like, my daughter's in trouble. What are you doing?" And then later on, he's like, that guy's following you. And then it became a thing later right. on. But the first time, he was just like, get out of here. Don't right. get me in anything. I don't, I don't care about what you have to say. Pretty much, yeah. Did he just not hear him? Or was he just like, shut up, you're crazy wacko? Shut up, you're crazy wacko. Pretty okay. much. Pretty much. Well, yeah. he does say you got to speak up. And then he speaks up. And then it turns into, shut up, get out of here. I don't want anything to. But then it, it right, entirely right, right. changes the second time he goes around. Like, now all of a sudden, he's all about helping the guy. Well, I mean, changed? He's, he's a military vet. He's hearing somebody's in trouble, and he has the means to help. I guess. In some way. So he does it. He's okay. an upstanding citizen. He's a good Samaritan, if you will. Oh. So I have a question for you guys. I wasn't a fan of this part, and I don't know why they did it. You don't like the shoeshine part? No, no, a different part. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> um, when he's going to the the pool deck. Uh-huh. For the second attempt, because he has her itinerary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and they're wanding everybody, mm. you know, seeing if they're carrying. Or... And the one security guy shuts it off. You see him shut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. 
What was your thoughts on him sh on on the film on the camera actually showing him shut it off? Everybody's it in on sense. it. Yeah, I didn't <clears> like it. I I perfectly liked it because that's when you realize there's nobody that he can trust. Mm -hmm. Like you go like, well, then where can he go? Where where where's he going to go after? I this? think him being let in would have given it away. Eh. I think them turning it off was a little. That was him being let in, though. Right. But I, I just, I don't know. It just, it was just way too on the nose. I wasn't, I was like, they could have done something a little bit more sneakier. There was nothing sneaky about this film, even though they were all trying to be sneaky, except for him. You and really didn't, I, I really didn't get an inkling that everybody was in on it until this part where they have yes. the wand. They, they, they wand him down and then they turn the wand off. That's the point where between, you know, like, oh, there's more than just him in on it. Well, between the wand and the head of security saying, so do you, Mr. Watson. You know, he's like, he's got a gun. Yeah, well, so do you. Like, that's when you realize that oh, would have been a way better time than than using the the wand being. No, I, I liked I liked the progression. I liked you saw that you got the security guy wanding him down and you realize the head of security. So it's like the entire security team it built to me. It felt like you've got FBI who's like sketchy. Then you've got this guy then you've got the entire security team as well over the governor to me it built and i actually like that okay so my next question is this the two uh, i actually want to go back to that for a second i actually want to because i do yeah. have kind of a problem here so they wand him down he turns the wand off so you know that the jig is up now like everybody's in on it and now you know johnny depp he knows that okay I, I, there's nobody that i can trust all the times before this when he's trying to talk to various people like, they just miss it? Like, they don't notice that he's trying to talk to the deaf guy. Nobody notices that he tried to write a note to the cabbie. Nobody notices that he tried to, like, make up a stink in the, uh, the, uh, the bar or whatever, like, where the two people are, like, hanging out. Like, nobody really catches an eye at this. But the whole security team or the head of security is supposed to be in on this. They all got walkie-talkies. They're all talking back and forth to one another. And it's like, yeah? No? Is it me? <laughs> Because I'm like, you should know what's going on by now. Uh, Nothing? I'm with you. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. So, so I mean, it's, it's funny because now that I've... Watching this movie again now, or even a few weeks ago, it's funnier to me because I, I work with a lot of politicians now. Like, I've been... Well, not a lot, but a few. Like, you know, two or three. Um, who are, are running for presidential candidacy and seeing that it's like okay i i understand how they're oh it got dark again um seeing how their security team works and and or doesn't work um which is funny to me because i'm just like as long as i'm sitting there wrapping cables nobody seems to care you know walk with a purpose and nobody nobody minds you know oh too bright too bright go halfway through there you go um so it, it, watching this again, I go, eh, there's not a high chance that would happen. But the reality is, if you walk in somebody somewhere with a walkie-talkie to high-vis vents, no one's going to ask. No one's going to ask questions. No, I guess not. No. Walk with purpose. There you go. You're I all guess set. so. I guess so. I just, I don't know. Anyways, Chuck, you had another question? Yeah, my next question was the two guys at the bar. That were the camera directors or... Yeah, reporters. It's what made me think about this. I work with a lot of press. Is that's like just a dude working for the press. 
What was their role in this film? Just to show that there was something happening. Background noise. Yep. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Yeah, they were Background not there noise. for any other reason besides showing that the press was there. Okay. That's it. My next question is, is how the heck did Christopher Walken pick up Johnny Depp and throw him over the balcony, like hold him against the wall and then drop him into the wall. That was a fantasy. No, no it wasn't. we're talking about at the end, like the final showdown between Chris the two of them. Walken is super tall. Johnny Depp is not. But he picked him up and held him against the wall with little ease and then dropped him. His legs are wee, 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 wee in the air. <laughs> All the way home. Um, I, I don't know. How did he pick him up? It's Super a valid question. This is a valid question. How do you pick him up? Super walking strength. Super, Super walking, walking strength. strength. We're getting there. We're getting there. I have another question. I, know. I have another question. Walking. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have. I have. I have one last question. Did they ever like go into why the husband wanted her dead? Oh, yes. because of that guy. That old guy. Okay. No. What did he want? That's not why he. That's not why. Yeah. What I got was. There was the conversation he had with her. You know, you, all these broken promises that you've made, and I'm the one who has to – he was just done cleaning up her mess. No, 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 no. But, th but that conversation was from before, from the old guy. The old guy says to him, she has all these broken promises, all these things that she didn't do for me and all of us who put her in power. Like he – he basically, in that scene, what you're talking about, he just regurgitated what the old man said to him. So the old man, that old dude there, you know, uh, gets away. Yeah, uh, Ed McMahon. Ed uh, McMahon. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, ba basically says like, "Hey, we gave all you guys this power, and she's being this this flaming liberal. You know what's going on." You know, we need to do something about this. And at one point, the husband says, I think we need to back off. We need to not do this. He goes, no, she lied to all of us. She gave us all these promises, and we can't sit here and, and you know, let this happen anymore. So that guy's pulling the strings the entire time, the puppet master, as you as you called him. Sure. Um, yeah, he is. And that's that's what the husband was going off of. I mean, the husband was only there to play the political game, clearly. Hmm. So, this is how know. amazing this I just, I just, that's, it doesn't make, he regurgitated mm, what the old man said. Maybe it doesn't make sense to me because I do follow politics and that's every politician. Every politician makes a whole bunch of wild claims during, during campaigns. Know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and none of them ever do it. So I don't understand why this would be any different. That guy was not somebody in the crowd hearing it. He was the one who funded them to be where they are, who paid for them to get there. Nah. And they didn't do what they paid for them to do. That's the problem. I made an investment in you, and you didn't make good on the investment. Therefore, I want you out. This That's is, what's happening here. It's very is, mafiatic. You want the yeah. biggest problem with this film? Oh, here we go. John Badham? No. What do you think the budget was for this film? Oh, oh no. It what can't it? be much. $33 million. Mm. What'd it yeah. make? Well, Wait back then, Take a 95? guess. Take a guess. 10. What it made worldwide. 10 11. million. Closer to 12, 13. 
8.1. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's sad. That's an embarrassment. Well, for Christopher Walken and Johnny Depp in 1995, that's not cheap. I mean, you have to keep in mind, too, inflation. You know, money put in and money put out also does not match up to where money is nowadays. He's not so talking about then, now. Right? The, the numbers, when you look up budget and box office, the numbers are for what they were during that period. So even that. No, they're still not good it's back still then. Rough. I'm just, I'm still just rough. saying it's like, let's not compare it to where they are there. I'm going to say this. The best actor, I think, in this movie. You know, it's a little girl. No, not the little girl. Um, what's her name? Liz, Liz. from from she was from great. Tuck. <laughs> yeah, she. I mean, as much as I hate her character, and you're supposed to hate her, you know that that whole line where she's sitting, where he sneaks up to the van and pulls the gun, and she's just sitting there with the you know the gun behind the seat, and she's like, oh, maybe it's a twenty-two. I might, I might, I might shoot here. I might hit a button. It might go this way. Might go that way. Or maybe it's a thirty-eight. You know, if I hit a thirty-eight, it could go here. It could do that. But if it's a three fifty seven, go through here, go right through the whole dashboard, like goes through this whole detail yeah. of what could happen if okay. it's a different yeah, bullet through the gun. A three fifty seven. She was fantastic. She she in she that in right. that scene, she was great. And even at the end, when she has the fight with the with the one legged you know veteran, <laughs> was hilarious. It she was hilarious. She shoots him in the leg. She shoots him only in the wooden leg, and only we all in go, the wooden yes, leg. it's wooden. It's okay. He's all right. <laughs> They're arguing yeah, about washing the window. Know. It's fantastic. <laughs> Did you notice that After he I washes my sweat? <laughs> he washes like half the window, yes. and he does it again, and it's not washed. It's only, not like, at all. A part of it. Um, a three fifty seven would not go through someone's head, then the dashboard, then an engine block, and continue three blocks down the road. Not no. gonna happen. No, not but he doesn't ha- know that. The thing is, Neither she's does real, she. Apparently, she no, just the made is, something she's just up good to at BSing. That's the whole point. It's the conversation. I don't care how factual <laughs> it is. She says something that makes him go, I have no idea. I know nothing about these things. That might be valid. I'm going to take it. It's a great dialogue part. Well, it's amazing. Unless you just don't know. But, yeah. So I, I'm going to get to. What I think is what makes Christopher Walken Christopher Walken. And it's it's his random, stupid lines, his stories that I feel like he just wrote himself. And I'm not going to try to do an impression there because, no, I'm not. I, I just I can't do it. I, I, I can't do impressions the way that I like. I hear them in my mind and they don't come out the way that they're in my mind. So therefore, but he goes like you got spunk. There was a guy, big guy. Irish Italian, red face, black hair, jolly SOB. Nobody could make me laugh like him. He made a science of collecting jokes. Closed more bars together than I could count. Now he was a pal. I love the crazy Mick. I'm not ashamed to say that, but he was a screw up. He had this image of himself, thought he was a con man, always trying to shave the edge. He'd nickel and dime, always, I'd always miss him. Oh, I'll always miss him. Tell me why. And they go through the whole back and forth. It's like, no, tell me why. He's like, because you killed him. That's right, I killed him. He messed up too many times, so I put a bullet in his eye. Then I put two more into him just to make sure. Now, that was somebody I loved. I loved him. But I got the call. I had to put him, put him down like a sick animal. So if you got doubts, 
about what I'm what's gonna happen doubts. if you don't deliver. If you got doubts, <laughs> let me tell you something. I'll make gravy out of you, little girl, just to season that Irish Italian dude's meat. You do what you're supposed to do, young man, and you do it now. I wonder like, if that was wow. improv. I wonder if this I was improv. Like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like he was a part of the writing there because he it's must just have it's been. complete Christopher Walken ridiculousness. Where he just goes off in this whole story, and you go, "Oh, I'll make gravy okay. out of the little girl." Like that totally that line crazy. right there is very Christopher I'll Walken. I'll make gravy out of her just just to season <laughs> that guy that I loved. <laughs> like, whoa! I like, don't know. I've like, been... like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> That's as far as I'll go. As far as an impression, There's... but the reality is, like that 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 a whole entire monologue. It was it is, was amazing. It, it is was Christopher Walken one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, and. I mean, one thing that Will and I always appreciate when it comes to movies, and it's why we liked Tarantino stuff, is the dialogue that's in it is like, you don't see that stuff written no. like in any other movie. And you, and you, you know why? Because it's sick and twisted. Right. Well, that's what you, as you were going through the, the monologue, what it brought me back to was well, you missed it because you were on break for like 10 years. Um, <laughs> 10 years. That <laughs> was a long time. Two and a half months. Same really? Thing. It was not that long. <laughs> It was um, not felt long. But we did uh, we did twenty fifth hour. Oh, and there was two monologues in that film that mm. just were stand out, amazing. Stand out a lot, yeah. Edward Norton's "F You to New York" is mm. by far one of the best monologues I've heard in a long time. It's a good. It's a good. It's 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 a good. It's really good. <laughs> No, they're both. She's right. They're both. Fantastic. I like. I like. And that's that's. And what what Lee was just saying. That's what I will give to Christopher Walken in this movie. His 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 character when he's not trying to be the tough guy is fantastic. If he did he's that dying, from yes. beginning to end in this movie, it would have been an amazing performance. I will say but he that he was being a tough guy there. So what are you talking about? He with his words. He was threatening him with his yeah. words, not physically. Okay. 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 I see what you're saying. You buy Christopher Walken punching him in the elevator? Because I no. don't. And that was how he was in the rundown, is he was all talk. He wasn't like a physical. Well, that's, that's the thing about Walken. Walken has never been a physical actor. He's always been, his his dialogue is what makes him him. Yes. You know, Which I, is why I, I think if they actually did it that way and they used Mike Madsen, it would have been better. I personally think <sighs> it would have been better. But even Michael Madsen, it's, it's more about his dialogue than it is his actions. Yeah, but he would have fit the role better. Uh, I don't know. Christopher Walken, his eyes like bug out through half of this film. And it just <laughs> no. does not look good. Which makes him believable as a psychopath. And the mustache. I can't get over the mustache on Christopher Walken. <laughs> like, it does not look good. Okay, aside from Michael Madsen, who else do you think would have played that role? And, and like knocked it out of the park. Gary knocked Oldman. out of the park. Ooh, well, yes. Gary Oldman can knock out anything. Gary Oldman can play a five-year-old girl. That's why it's in the a go-to. serious film. Gary Oldman. <laughs> you can't do that. That's Clive cheating. Owen. Ooh, Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so we know Clive Owen from Children of Men and and Sin City and The Last Night. The Last Night. Okay. Sean Penn's a good one. Sean Penn's a very good one. Then. Yep. Hmm. Dustin Hoffman. Um, 
Oh, never. <laughs> I'm never. kidding. I'm kidding with that one. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding with that one. But out of out of all all of all the ones that I said, Jim Carrey. No. <laughs> no. I think back in the back in the nineties, ninety five. That's what I'm saying. Back in the nineties, who could have played that role? Kiefer Sutherland. No. Absolutely I mean, not. Phone booth. Phone booth, phone booth was two thousands. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like nineties. You're going back to what, what was that movie? Frighteners. <laughs> like that. That Kiefer Sutherland. In this no. <laughs> he was not. No flat night liners. Not flat liners. You're right. You're right. Very you're right. different. Frighteners um, with black liners. You know what? <laughs> it might be. You know what? It might be over the top, but it would have worked for the time. And I'm just going to say his name. It might be overkill. I don't care. John Lithgow. De Niro. Ah. Uh, oh, you know what? Too much for this film. It is. But too it would have worked. Yeah, but it, it, you're right. It like, would have worked. Have you, have you seen Casino? Because mm, that's kind of yeah, what I'm going bad. on. In between, valid. like that, like that perfect match in between Goodfellas and Casino, like that version of De Niro would have been perfect. And, mm. and I did say it would have been overkill. It would have been too much for this, but it would have worked. Well, you know what? Even at that point, Ray Liotta. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He could have done it too. Yeah. Actually, Ray that would have been another a bad one. choice. I, I, not Pesci. No offense to Pesci. No, but... no, no, not Pesci. Not Pesci. <laughs> Pesci would have been too much. Pesci would have been way too much. So um, Pesci would have been too much, but but um, uh, who did you just say? Leota. No, De Niro would that he would have been he would have been fine. No, De Niro would have been way too much too. I think. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. De Niro, I think De Niro, De Niro is one of those actors. His range. Yes, I yeah. was just about to say yeah. that. He can subdue himself so well. Big time. He could he could have brought yeah. it he could have brought it down. But I'm gonna pivot for a minute because uh, I got a notification here. I don't know if okay. either one of you have seen it today. This is my first time oh. seeing it. We are recording oh. this on the 18th of December, 2023. It is 10:15 p.m. The MCU has fired Jonathan Majors after the verdict came down that he is guilty of the assault charges he was charged with. I told you. So there is that. He is done. Wow. This is I a segment. This is a completely separate segment that I'm doing for this because I want something uh, else to throw up. So, yeah. I did say, I did read that um, they're doing another reboot of Captain America 4 because they're trying to actually bring back the feel of what the MCU was. So I wonder doing if... a reboot of Captain America 4. Yes, yeah, so they they filmed it. So they're doing a reboot. Oh, so we got So they filmed it and another redoing it because they're trying to get back to Disney. I saw I there saw There were only 3 Captain America movies. They were with Captain Falcon. Oh, oh, Brave with New World. Anthony yeah, Mackie. No, yeah, yeah, I heard I heard that. <clears throat> So they they are redoing that. So I wonder if their their higher stance on even with with him, you know, letting him go, they're 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 making a stance. I did see an article come out from Disney saying that they are actually changing. They're going back to quality versus quantity. I, I saw that they lost too. Like because they yeah. they lost like ninety eight million or ninety eight billion dollars this past year alone yeah they did not yep. have a good time no 
$98 billion. Well, the reality is this, and we've been saying it forever. B, not an M, B. We've been saying it for the past couple of years. They're so focused on the agenda that they're – I'm not trying to get political here. But the reality is they've been so focused on the agenda, they've gotten, a ri they've gotten rid of the storytelling. Right. Because they're like, let's throw this in there. Let's make sure we put this in there and include this and include that. It's all about this inclusiveness that they're getting away from what started this whole thing off in the beginning. I'm sorry, but Tony Stark was a playboy. He was a jerk. And it started the whole thing off, and then by the end of it, they Walter Whited him. They took a jerk and made him really, really good, as opposed to taking a really, really good guy and making him a jerk at the end. You know, they, they took a character and, and changed him as they went through it. That's how it started. Where are they going to go from there? We don't no really knows. know. We, we don't really know. But where they have been going, it makes no sense because they had no idea where they were going. Right. They were just trying to include everybody and not focus on what makes a good story. The story. Yeah. And, and we're all lost. I, I know you guys didn't watch She-Hulk. There was one good thing that came out of it, which was the slap in the face to Disney, it, which is kind of funny. And I, I know you don't want to watch it, but that's the only reason why it was good. But the reality is, like, Disney had no idea what their direction was, and they kept trying and trying. So when we watched Loki, we're like, oh, man, the first season was so good. This is going to be so sick. And then by the end, we're all going... But, but why? But either to, way, to, though, to, even just to your to, point, just though, quickly, real quickly, and then I'm going to let you two continue just to correct you, Chuck. Uh, their fourth quarter this year, their fourth quarter in 2023, uh, the streaming service lost $387 million. Not surprised. Yeah, the which uh, is the, an improvement, got... which is an improvement from 2022's quarter four loss of $1.4 billion. So it is yeah. not as bad as it was last year, but it's still pretty bad. Three hundred and eighty-seven yeah. million dollars in what—that's—it's not great. Yeah, if I had three hundred and eighty-seven million dollars, you know what I would do? Burn half a million to save <laughs> Santa. <laughs> well, there's that, and I would also get good writers and make a good movie. Right? Nah, I'd buy yeah. crypto right I, now. I would, <laughs> Bitcoin's going back up, baby. Yeah, yeah. Let's go invest in GameStop while we're at it, right? Um, I made money. <laughs> I made money in GME, and I made money in AMC. Yeah, that's why Will got to stay home for the past I six made months. Money on AMC. <laughs> <laughs> I made money in AMC, and I made money in GameStop. Thank you very I much. Made, I, Thank you very much. R slash Wall Street bets. Thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, I everything made very that you've much done for money me. From learning my ABCs, so. Anyway, very cool. Back to this movie. No, hold on, because he's. <laughs> I just want to say this one thing. Just because. So, if Disney took I that stance, up, I brought this up. I brought this up because we had a big thing about like us not really wanting to do Disney anymore, and blah 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 blah. And we were talking about Jonathan Majors through everything that we were doing with Loki. And yep. I just wanna, I wanted to bring this up and tie a nice, neat little bow on everything. He is gone. What is the future of the MCU moving forward? Are they or are they not going to just rewrite everything and bring in Doom? Like like we read earlier in in the year when we were covering Loki. Like is that a path forward for them like because i don't know what happens with this franchise moving forward now with with their top villain out the door what what could they possibly do they've built the the franchise of the past three years a 
around Kang. So what? What now? Are they? No. The, the biggest. The biggest issue. No, I didn't say no. I said. But, oh, okay. but I, I said I know. Oh. But I said the biggest issue was at the end of Quantum Mania when they had like all of the Jonathan Majors. Yeah. Like playing all of the Kangs. Yeah. That's the problem. What are they going to do? Said, if they, Write if that they out? said Kang. If they said that Kang was like all these, you know, there's all these variants of Kang and they looked different, great. They could replace them with another actor. They could Doctor Who it. You know but what they, they could do? do. You know what they could do? And it's and it's it's uh it's prevalent to what we're talking about right now. Um oh, I am Legend 2's coming out pretty soon. And they're going with Ugh. the alternative en- ending of that movie as canon. Ugh. They are not going with a theatrical movie, they're going with the alternative ending. So where she, goes to, the, where she goes to the village. No, that was the or theatrical, wasn't that it? That was a theatrical. The alternative is what yeah. he's as uh, um, he's the monster. Yeah, is that the alternative? I think so. Yeah, like the um, like the the zombies or whatever they are. Like you see something from their perspective, and Will Smith is actually the monster. Is that the alternative, right, or right. is that the book? I, I believe that's the alternative. Okay. No, I don't remember that. I've watched both. I don't remember that at all. I gotta rewatch. There was there's there's an ending of I Am Legend where he is the villain, where he's like the monster and all the zombies or whatever are fearful of him. Like it's a twist at the I think it's either the alternative ending or it's a twist at the end of the novel. I don't remember which one because I, I read the article like a year ago. So I apologize. But I know the theatrical version is him giving the the uh, the serum or whatever to the lady and the then blood. he leaves and then yeah. he commits suicide, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the theatrical. They're not going with that for the sequel of I Am Legend. They're going with whatever the alternative version is. But my point is, they could just, what, they could, Disney could just make an alternative ending to, to Quantumania and say, this is canon and we're going ahead with this and Kane is dead and we're over. Like, that that's very, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what happens. I don't know. This franchise is in such shambles right now, and this is just another blow to the nuts. I kind of feel bad question, at this point. My question is this. So the guy screwed up. Yeah. Big time. It's, Big time. From everything I've read, it sounds like it was just a toxic relationship and they were both really violent okay. towards one another. That's from everything fine. I've read. Fine, just to be fair, fine. just to be fair. If right. If, so if we're going to take that stance, then Robert Downey Jr. should never have been back in film, filmmaking ever again. Half the actors that do these things should not be back because they all make stupid mistakes. They all end up, you know, at some point or other doing something crazy stupid. And, you know. I think in the case maybe, of Robert, I think Robert Downey Jr. doesn't fit because he went away for a long time. He did time. He went to rehab. He made his amends. He apologized and he scratched and clawed his way back. That's kind of a different story. And his way, he well, back in was a superstar. Yeah, no, I he know. Scratch and claw his way. He came. He's like, I'm going. He's like, I'm going to do U.S. Marshal. I'm going to disappear for ten years and come back in and do. Who thought? I'm going to be. Who thought that Iron Man was going to be as big as it was? Who thought that was going to be a smash hit? Nobody. Nobody yeah, saw that it, coming. Yeah, but it was immediately. Yeah. Therefore, immediately. I know that people thought that. So what are you going to do, people, recast him? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is I know that people thought he was going to scratch and claw his way back in, but the reality of the it reality was is he, is he did the he, fit, got he did that, and he became a superstar he got overnight lucky. once You're again. Right. You're absolutely right. He did, and I agree, my, but my, my thing is 
he went away he did his time he did rehab he cleaned himself up he came back he apologized and whatever like and whatever happened with that it happened with that the, the thing about jonathan major this is active and disney probably just doesn't want that kind of publicity around them right now well, they, they they pick you know, because, they, because everything right now around them is just bad news yeah they probably just, don't want that bad press, bad PR. They bad probably press, just right. we're 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 stepping away from that. Which I don't know. I don't know if it was like if it was like a drunken driving type thing. I could understand like a slap on the wrist. Okay, whatever. This is like a domestic violence case, and like th- there's problems with this one. I true. It's gonna create yeah, problems. It's gonna create problems. But I can I don't disagree with this decision. I think well, I don't I think Disney had another way out of this. The, the Disney's problem isn't just the whole Kang issue and debacle. What's going right to happen now? With it Disney's, is that well, that's part of it. But the biggest debacle right now is they just overall don't know where they're going with it. So they gotta they gotta rearrange. They everything. were trying they though. That's years. the that's that's the point. They were trying to correct the ship building up Kang as big as this character was going to but be. They kept on pooping all over that idea. They kept I'm they brought s- him up they brought him up forever ago. And they never were focusing on him. And, and except for Loki. And every time that they made him big, someone Scott Lang yeah. as Scott true. Lang took him out. True. Yeah. And Very it was true. a joke. Completely nerfed him. Not it even was stupid. Not even Ant Man, but Scott Lang as Scott Lang yeah, kills him. Exactly. Like, no. I mean, they, they they tried to make him a big deal, but he really wasn't a big so deal. So the alternate ending in um, I Am Legend is basically him just taking the Dark Seeker there, whatever the female on the slab, and giving her a cure or whatever, and giving her back to the Dark Seeker dude. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm so sorry. That's the ending of that movie. Yeah, so say it wasn't the other guys thinking he was the monster. No. That's probably gonna be that the must book. be the novel. That's the, that must be the must novel be the then. Book. Okay, fine. Yeah. So say I would have remembered that much of a twist well, if that was the case. Anyways, well, I mean, for them, he was the monster because he was experimenting on yes. them. He created them. Yes. Well, yeah. Pretty. Pretty much. Pretty much. This Frank, is my site. What are you doing, Frank? Yeah. That's such a good movie. <laughs> it really was. That's such and, a good it, movie. But anyways, so to 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 put a nice bow on the whole MCU thing. Doom. Oh, Am I finally going to get what I want? Eh. Oh. Eh. Okay, no. fine. Yeah, we'll see. Anyways, back to Nick of Time. We get to watch it to find out. So back Nick to Nick of Time. Of, back to Nick of Time. I mean, so I'll be honest. When you first told us about this movie, and you're like, we should watch Nick of Time. I'm me? thinking, yeah, because you oh. brought it up. We were talking about doing <laughs> Die Hard Two and talking about doing Violent. It was Night. only because I just recently watched it. Right, but like, you're like, we should do Nick of Time, and I'm sitting there going. I'm thinking NIC of time. Yeah. And thinking like St. Nick. Like, how is this a Christmas movie? I, wa- <laughs> I went into it. No, you were talking about it in the while we were talking about Christmas movies. I'm like, how is this? It had nothing, it had nothing to do with Christmas. I'm going, this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. It's like when I went to go out split and I saw nothing but some crappy right. bowling movie. Well, that's why I texted you guys and I was like, Nick of Time with Johnny Depp and my autocar was like Christopher Walkins. You know, I was like <laughs> the Christopher Walkins. The yo. Christopher Walkins 
and I was like, is this the right film? And you're like, yes. And I was like, okay, good. Because it was, I'm like, I was looking for a Christmas movie and it just was not no. popping up. Nope, not Nobody. at all. Not a Christmas uh, movie but, at all. But anyways. Not even a little bit. Anyways, I'm like, I think I'm, I think I'm good with this film. Anything else, Lee? Um, uh, I mean, so I know we recently talked about Die Hard 2. Yes. And the last line we get is the editor saying, I'll tell you one thing, I'm not cleaning any of this mess up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the end of the movie. The last line in this is basically is like, nothing like a good wingtip. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very much a 90s movie. Yes. Yeah. So you've got, you get the, the pretty much the, the comic relief saying this stupid line yeah. that's just like completely dumb and ridiculous and out there. Very Yet true. It's, Yet it's somewhat valid. And that's what happens here. The guy knocks her out with his wooden leg that she shot up. And he goes, nothing like a good wingtip. <laughs> Roll credits. Right. <laughs> I mean, it was a fun movie. It wasn't the best movie. It wasn't, you know, the plot was obvious. The, the acting was okay. Yeah. It was a fun movie. Um, for me, if it was like on TV in the background, I'd probably keep it on. Oh, yeah. But I wouldn't want to like sit down and rewatch it like over and over again nah. so. the funny thing was when the movie was over it came up with like next up you know like recommended next movie it's a wonderful life what's the, what's the next movie so i have a question about like, that wait what so it's a wonderful life is it a christmas movie yes okay so why do they play it on thanksgiving day no idea no clue so, so, and oh. and and well, come down on me. Christmas story plays on Christmas Day, right? Twenty four hours. <laughs> come down on me, or you want to for this? I've never seen a Wonderful Life. I've never seen the. Uh, no, I have, but I don't. I don't think I've ever sat down and watched the entire movie from beginning to end. Never, not. Once. I've seen the entire movie, just never from beginning to end in one sitting. I wouldn't know a scene if you showed it Sorry, to me bro. right now. I would know all the scenes. I, just, I don't think I would. Not in sequence. No, no. Sorry, Chuck. Really? Your yeah. mouth is a gape. Wow. <laughs> it. It's a classic. Oh, it's yeah. a classic. You know. 1948. Yeah. 46. I'm sorry. Okay. Mm, I, no. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> no. That's not even a good music <laughs> reference to Jimi Will's, Hendrix. Will's looking it up right now. Like, when was Jimi Hendrix? No, there's no way Jimi Hendrix is in this movie. Oh. In 1950. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Here yeah. we are, Nick time, and, and then some. It was and then fun. Some. Yeah. Glad we're done. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for stepping in and listening to us rant on this movie that we just don't need to revisit. But... I mean, it, it was a movie. Yes. It was, and a movie. It, it was a movie, yes. It was a movie, On yes. a scale of 1 to 10, I give it an 11. Oh, do you? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I go about a 4. Right. Well, we will catch you. 3 or 4, yeah. 4 we and a catch half, you all. somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> we will catch you all another time. Adios, amigos. Have a great one. Bye-bye, everybody.